our learning objective is to describe several factors that affect bond prices and yields. Well, the first is general credit conditions. Uh, when general credit conditions are tight, interest rates are high. When money's e loose, easy, interest rates are low. Default risk, of course, is a major impact on various uh, bond prices. The riskier issues require higher promised yields for people to be willing to take the chance and, and hold those bonds. The term structure affects yields because yields will vary with the maturity on, on the bond. There is what we call a coupon effect. And that is that uh, when bonds have unusually low coupon rates, as a result, they will trade at a substantial discount. This creates a tax issue because when you have bonds that are trading at a substantial discount and people buy them, even though they're getting a low coupon rate, a lot of their return will be in the form of price appreciation, which is taxed as capital gains. And currently, capital gains have a much lower tax rate than interest income. And as a result, low coupon bonds will have slightly higher yields to maturity than other bonds of comparable risk. Seasoning will affect yields because newly issued bonds may sell at a slight discount because investors have some uncertainty about uh, the nature of the bonds and the riskiness of the company. Marketability has uh, an impact on yields. When you have an issue that does not trade very often, uh, the lack of trade means that when someone buys those bonds, they have to be concerned that when they're ready to sell, they may, it may take them a while to find a buyer, and they may have to make some sort of price concession or, or pr take a price impact in order to sell the bonds. And so as a result, if there's a lack of, of, of marketability, uh, you may end up with the bonds having a slightly higher yield to compensate people for the lack of marketability. The degree of call protection uh, will affect the yield. Remember, when bonds are called, although there may be a nice call premium for the bondholder, in truth, bond calls are always good news for the company who's initiating the call. Ultimately, it's bad news for the investor because when they go to reinvest the proceeds from selling the bond under the call, uh, they will find that yields on new bonds are much lower than the yield on the bond that they had. And so some bonds come with call protection, like they're not callable for five years or 10 years. And this makes the bond more attractive, and therefore investors will uh, be willing to settle for a lower yield to maturity. Some bonds come with sinking fund provisions. Uh, sinking funds require the companies to set aside money on a regular basis to assure the money is there to pay off the bond when it matures. The stronger the sinking fund provision, the safer the bond, and therefore the lower the yield. 
Finally, uh, the strength of the me-first rules will affect bond yields. Me-first rules are rules that are made to protect uh, bondholders from the diluting effect of additional borrowings uh, that may pledge the same property as collateral. And so uh, me-first rules are rules to, to essentially protect bond investors from actions of the company that would later weaken their claim. Let's consider some true-false questions. A bond that is immediately callable will have a higher yield to maturity than a bond that is not callable for 10 years, all things equal. Well, uh, that would be true because if it's immediately callable, uh, there is no protection to the investor, and if it's not callable for 10 years, investors would be willing to accept a slightly lower yield because they don't have to worry about the bond getting called. The stronger the me-first rules, the lower the yield to maturity for a bond. Again, that would be a true statement.